Happy New Year, everybody. The first episode of 2023 here at Locked On Devils, and I am coming to you live from the Prudential Center. So the Devils lost in a shootout to the Carolina Hurricanes by a score of 5-4. to four. Now, is Mackenzie Blackwood at fault? What led up to the shootout? We have a lot to talk about, once again, in the first episode of 2023. So for almost the 600th time, buckle up, everybody. Your Locked On Devils, your daily podcast on the New Jersey Devils, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hi, this is Bryce Salvador, and you're Locked On Devils with Trey Matthews. All righty now, what is up, New Jersey? Welcome back to the Locked On Devils podcast here on Locked On Network. I'm your host, Kyle Taki, play-by-play announcer, and also Devils writer for Pucks Pitchforks, Trey Matthews, coming to you live from the press room at the Prudential Center, and I have one hell of a game to break down once again. Now, unfortunately, the Devils did come out on the losing end against the Carolina Hurricanes by a score of 5-4 to four in a shootout, so at least they walk away with the point. A lot of people are putting the blame on Mackenzie Blackwood. Lindy Ruff had some interesting things to share with me in terms of how satisfied he was with the overall team effort. But like I do with every post-game recap, let's just uh, give a play-by-play analysis and basically what I saw from the press box. So to start with pregame, because I haven't done that uh, yet during uh, these post-game recaps, uh, Devils got Ryan Graves back, and he was activated from the IR just moments away from puck drop. So originally he was out with a lower body injury because he suffered it against the Florida Panthers when crashing into the boards and he hurt his knee. So the original analysis was week to week, but getting Ryan Graves back is huge for New Jersey Devils because like I said, on the blue line, he can uh, definitely contribute in more ways than one. So we get one of our best defensemen back and we don't have to put uh, solely the amount of trust in Kevin Ball and Nikita Holtuk. So in this game, Nikita Holtuk was scratched and Kevin Ball was still in the starting lineup, which uh, proved to not be so good, but digressing a little bit. A lot of people are wondering, why did Mackenzie Blackwood get the start in this matchup uh, against the Carolina Hurricanes? Why didn't we go back to Vitek Vanacek? Because the last game for New Jersey Devils against the Pittsburgh Penguins, Vitek Vanacek made a, a few big saves. I've already asked Lindy Ruff, like, what's the overall game plan when uh, just trying to figure out, like, uh, how are Blackwood and Vanchek going to be utilized going forward? Well, here's my educated guess. Mackenzie Blackwood has a better record against Carolina Hurricanes compared to Vitek Vanacek. So coming into this matchup, Blackwood had a record of 2-0. He had a 1.71 goals against average and a 944 save percentage and one shutout in his career against the Hurricanes. While we compare that to Vitek Vanacek, Vanacek has gone 1-2. He has a 3.43 goals against average and an 889 save percentage. So I think Lindy Ruff just wanted to play it safe, give Mackenzie Blackwood the trust against the Carolina Hurricanes, one of the hottest teams in the NHL. So uh, he made a business decision, and unfortunately, Blackwood did make a few mistakes. So let's get on with this recap. So for the first two minutes, Devils had a shot that rang off the crossbar. So very Devils-like fashion to begin the game. Tyce Thompson fell onto the ground after taking a high stick to the mouth. Uh, he seemed to have minor bleeding, but no four-minute penalty was assessed. So uh, Devils had some good looks on the man advantage, but uh, Ronta was just able to shut them down in that case. So like I said, 
very Devils-like fashion to begin uh, period number one. Minutes later, Severson was assessed a tripping call, uh, successful penalty kill for New Jersey, so not too long after. Another power play was granted towards the Devils. This time, Carolina was uh, called for interference. The same story uh, that had the Rock ooing and aahing, which is Devils got good looks, but unfortunately, Ronta wasn't letting anything past him in this uh, sort of way. So uh, there was a lot of back and forth action. The defense seemed to have been on point because even though the Devils had a few lapses, it seems as though they were able to locate the puck at the right possible time to help out Blackwood. Brendan Smith, for example, turned the puck over at one point, and it seemed like the Hurricanes were going to go and have a wide open shot opportunity, but the Devils were able to regroup quickly. So Devils did not lead in the shots on goal category at the conclusion of period number one. It was actually the Hurricanes 9-7. to seven. So according to Ryan Novosinski, who was sitting just a few seats down from me, basically confirmed everything I just said to you guys, and he tweeted, close game, obviously, through 20. New Jersey has 10 attempts, six of which came on their power plays. Carolina is out-attempting New Jersey 22-4 to four at 5-on-5, five five, but isn't generating great chances. So... Once again, Devils, they came to this game to play, and uh, you have to. You have to bring your A game against the Carolina Hurricanes. So the overall question is, will Mackenzie Blackwood have a complete collapse in period number two? And unfortunately, we're going to get to that. So to begin the middle period, it seemed as though the Hurricanes sustained more offensive pressure than the Devils getting three shots on them. A couple of times I saw the Devils get sloppy with the puck, but like I said, for period number one, they kept their composure and regrouped. The Devils answered on back by doing the same thing but once again nothing to show for it 12 minutes remaining in the second period the sloppiness of the devils finally caught up to them because they allowed nason and Stepan to go on an odd man rush and nason was able to fool both graves and blackwood by acting like he was about to take the shot which resulted in graves getting into the crouch block a little too early and blackwood in the ready position but nason was able to uh, find the open man and was able to go back door. He passed it over to Stepan, and uh, he scored with ease because the net was wide open, essentially. So minuscule mistake by the Devils. So Nason just made a very good uh, play. So you got to tip your hat to the former New Jersey Devil. But who was the one who tied the game for the Devils? None other than Mr. The Truth himself, Jack Hughes. Full steam ahead, full Slavin, which resulted in Slavin losing his footing, going crashing into the net seconds after Hughes scored. So Devils then go on the power play after Keisha goes down, but the Hurricanes were able to get the shorthanded goal thanks to Aho, and it shifted the momentum in a flash. So what happened exactly? Well, Blackwood whiffs at the puck and couldn't clear it, which gave him the ultimate defeat because Aho was able to get the puck and get it right past Blackwood with ease because the net was wide open as soon as Blackwood whiffed at it. Now, here's the thing. There was no recovering from that type of mishap during that moment. So Dano, uh, obviously I wasn't watching the television broadcast since I was in attendance, but Ken Danico on air said, you've got to be kidding me. So honestly, it, looking back at the replay, I think the best case scenario for Mackenzie Blackwood would have been to cover up the puck in that sort of moment. So uh, he definitely slipped up in that sort of way. And it could have uh, been costly. In fact, no, it is costly because the New Jersey Devils didn't end up winning. They took it to a shootout and at least they walk away with the point, but you can't help but think, what could have gone differently for the Devils if they didn't give up that shorthanded goal to Aho, and what what uh, Blackwood could have done differently in that sort of circumstance? So, now, here's the thing: Lindy Ruff did have Mackenzie Blackwood's back during the post-game interview. He says that he's been around the game obviously for a long period of time. He's seen a lot of plays like that happen. It seems like Lindy Ruff is very fond of Blackwood, and while 
um, Lindy Ruff does have a point that that does happen time to time. And it, it happens to the best of goalies. It, and, and it's not out of the ordinary for a goalie to have that sort of miscue. It just adds to a list that Mackenzie Blackwood can't afford to keep on extending. And unfortunately, that just added on to it. And it, it's just going to result in something bigger that I'm sure Mackenzie Blackwood has in the back of his mind. So I'll explain what I mean momentarily. Moving on to period number three. For a good chunk of the start of period three, the Devils were struggling to get into their attacking zone. But the best player in the NHL, Jesper Bratt, was able to find an opening and go five-hole on Ranta. But it didn't last long because the Hurricanes were able to sneak one past Blackwood. And this time, it was more forgiving. But at this point, the damage has already been done because there's basically no room for uh, error for Mackenzie Blackwood to just do because, once again, He's the reason why the Devils are sort of in this position right now. But once again, Blackwood got bailed out, this time by Captain Clutch himself, Nico Heischer, on the wraparound. Blackwood is like a cat somehow. He has nine lives. But the main takeaway was that our baby big three came to play because first it was Jack Hughes, then it was Jesper Bratt, and now it was Nico Heischer. So it's worth mentioning that Kevin Ball was benched because he did not have a good showing at all. Just too many rookie mistakes and wasn't having a true impact out there on the ring. So big games like that showcase what you're capable of doing. And uh, so that way you can possibly maybe solidify yourself a position. But unfortunately, it just wasn't Ball's night this afternoon. And the last few games for him haven't been really a good showing. So I'd expect for Ball to be scratched uh, in the next matchup. And then a hole took possibly take his place. So the the Devils will be playing the Detroit Red Wings in their next matchup on the road, so we'll see what happens. So the Hurricanes go to the box for tripping, and at the same time, Siegenthaler gets a very questionable penalty for embellishment for essentially flopping, and Lindy Ruff did not agree with the call. Personally, I don't agree with the call either. I, I, I just think that he just got shoved down onto the floor. So I really think there was just no room for Siegenthaler to go. So I, I once again, just a call not going into the – direction of the New Jersey Devils but what happened after and what basically shifted the momentum we'll talk about that momentarily but first I want you guys to make some extra cash so I'm going to get you hyped to bet online so betonline.net is your number one source for your sports betting info stats news and analysis get the latest odds and trends for every professional and amateur league out there from pro football to college bowl season to basketball and world cup we've got it all at betonline.net if you love sports podcasts you can find those at betonline as well we're always the fastest, easy way to get all your betting info. So head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more about the transaction. Bet line where the game starts. Please remember to gamble responsibly and visit our friends at Locked On Bets for all your betting needs there as well. So this game was just basically a game of tug of war, and the Devils did not give up in any sort of fashion. So uh, Jesper Bratt was able to score on the four and four because, like I said. Hurricanes are in the box for tripping. Siegenthaler gets called for embellishment, for flopping, essentially. And uh, Jesper Bratt was just playing relentlessly out there, taking it upon himself to lead charge. He got a sweet shot past Ronta uh, with not much effort, might I say. So the real challenge for the Devils occurred shortly after the media timeout because Graves was giving a delay of game penalty due to hitting the puck uh, over the glass. So... Uh, in that case, the Devils are, were on the five-on-three disadvantage against one of the hottest teams in the NHL, and it doesn't take much of a genius to know what happened after that. So 
uh, the, the Hurricanes were able to score. 60 minutes of hockey, couldn't decide a winner. So to overtime we go, despite getting good looks, especially some razzle-dazzle by Jack Hughes, it was a struggle for the New Jersey Devils at times. At one point, the Hurricanes were on an open breakaway, and Blackwood was able to stymie the shot attempt and keep the Devils alive. The same thing happened later in OT, and Blackwood came up clutch. So that's how you redeem yourself because, like I said, Mackenzie Blackwood on that first goal by the Carolina Hurricanes got fooled alongside with Ryan Graves, and then later on in period number two, he made a, a kind of a brain fart by not covering up the puck or just whiffing on the clear attempt, wherever uh, the case might be. But he was able to redeem himself later on in the game. And I did ask Mackenzie Blackwood, like, uh, if he felt like he redeemed himself after – a couple of his mishaps. Here's what he had to say. I, I know you said you had a couple of um, mishaps and that, um, a couple goals that you would like to have back. Did you feel as though you re you redeemed yourself as the game progressed? Uh, <laughs> I, I guess I don't know. I mean, we lost the game, so you do the math. Just had to ask. Thank you, McKenzie. Okay. Yeah, he wasn't the happiest camper with me so do the math okay okay blackwood I'll, i will do the math so here's the thing a lot of people are blaming mackenzie blackwood for the loss and because ot couldn't decide a winner at all my beats per minute according to my apple watch was 102 so i was basically on the edge of my seat so uh as a result the devils lose five to four in a shootout at least they walk away with a point like i said early on in the episode but mackenzie blackwood okay so here's the math right here is mackenzie blackwood at fault for the loss because like i just said he came up clutch when it mattered most but it was kind of him why we were in this situation in the first place so here's the thing um I, i'm not basing mackenzie blackwood and his overall job security on just this game i'm basing it on the entirety of the season i'm basing it on the last couple years of me covering this team so like i said there was a lot that led up to it so I, i'm not trying to say that mackenzie blackwood is at fault here but at the same time, he deserves a good share of it, and it doesn't really help his case. So, like I said, guys, the reason why Mackenzie Blackwood was uh, given the start was just because uh, career-wise, I think he just had a better record than Vitek Vancek, and I think that's what Lindy Ruff was just trying to roll the dice on because Mackenzie Blackwood has never lost to the Carolina Hurricanes going into this matchup. So, like I said, um, I I do blame Mackenzie Blackwood just somewhat for this loss because, like I said, he had a major uh, brain cramp that cost the New Jersey Devils a goal on, on the uh, man advantage. So shorthanded goals are always killer, and unfortunately that was killer for the New Jersey Devils. So uh, the baby big three did come out to play. Nico Heischer came out to play. Jesper Bratt came out to play. Jack Hughes came out to play. So the, the overall thing is, like, this was – it, it was a good game, but it was also a bad game as well because the, some of the mistakes that the New Jersey Devils were making, you really shouldn't be making, especially against one of the hottest teams in the NHL. So I had to ask Lindy Ruff, like, what did he think about the overall effort? Here's what he had to say. You talked about the uh, missed opportunities, but it seems like you guys had a lot of fight back, especially one of the hottest teams in the NHL. How satisfied were you with your team's overall performance and how do you rebound well, from it? you know, again, uh, you, you've got to be satisfied that you battle back, you battle back, you take the lead. Uh, disappointed that, you know, we put ourselves in a position with the, you know, with the two penalties late that gave them because I really felt that momentum was on our side, that uh, you look at when Jack scored, and immediately after that he had 
another point blank opportunity that I think hit uh, Hall in the back of the leg. Uh, so there was there was lots of good, um, and like you said, that that, that team has really been rolling. Uh, they haven't been giving up a lot. They just shut out the previous team. Uh, they haven't been giving up a lot. So um, there's a lot of positives to go out and you know and score the four that we scored against. Okay, I I respect it from Lindy Ruff. Um, it was a valiant effort from the New Jersey Devils, and I had to ask Jesper Bratt about his overall game because, uh, like I said, our baby big three came out to play. So kind of cool that I had the opportunity to interview Jesper Bratt. So I've I've done Nico Heischer. I've done Jesper Bratt. Now I just got to try to interview Jack Hughes. So we'll see. I I can't guarantee that. But here's what Jesper Bratt had to say about the overall performance and the overall effort from his team. Uh, Jesper, you were able to score. Heischer was able to score. Hughes was able to score. um, And it seemed like you guys had a lot of fight back. How satisfied were you with your overall team effort? Yeah, no, we definitely did some good stuff. And we're definitely taking away the the kind of comeback that we did in the game and um, kind of the pushback that we had uh, late in the game. And um, obviously it's um, always good to get uh, guys like that on the board for, for confidence moving forward. So uh, there was, was a lot of good things in the game and we just got to focus on, focus on moving on in the next game. So here's the thing for the New Jersey Devils. I feel as though they're out of the woods for right now because they were able to walk away with a point. So I said these previous two games were must wins for them, but at the same time, it wasn't worst case scenario, wasn't best case scenario. It was perfectly just medium because, like I said, the Metro is very tight for the time being. So getting those two points uh, against the Penguins was crucial. And now just getting a point against one of the hottest teams in the NHL, hey, you'll take what you can get. I'm sure the Devils aren't really big into moral victories, but at the same time, you, you got to look at the context, which is the Carolina Hurricanes, 10-game heater, they shut out their previous two opponents, so the Devils competed hard, and that's what I like to see, and they were able to walk away with something because, like I said, in those two matchups against the Boston Bruins, they deserved to walk away with something. If, whether it was two points or one point, they should have walked away with just something, and in this matchup, they finally got rewarded. So, like I said, I'm sure they would have preferred to have the two points, but, hey, at least, like I said, you just get something out of it, and I'm sure that's what they're going to take going into the next matchup against the Detroit Red Wings. So when looking at the standings right now, the Hurricanes have 56 points to the good. The Devils now have 49 points. The Capitals trail, uh, they have 47. And the Penguins, Islanders, and Rangers each have 44. So the Devils are starting to build up that cushion once again, and the Capitals now just trail by two points. But here's the thing. The Devils are playing uh, the – they're going to be playing the Detroit Red Wings, like I just mentioned, then the St. Louis Blues – and then you got the New York Rangers, which is, will be another somewhat decent challenge for them. But I think the Devils will come away with the win. So quite honestly, these next few games, they do work into the favor of the Devils and they can go back on a win streak. So I'm not too concerned about it. But here's what Jesper Bratt uh, had to say in terms of what his team needs to work on in order to just uh, get back into the win column more consistently. As a leader, what do you guys uh, work on to uh, better yourself in the next game? We'll take a look at it on the um, next practice day. Uh, take a look at the videos and, and see what we can improve. And uh, there's definitely small details in the game, like um, in the neutral zone to not feed the other teams any offense and um, staying in our zone structure and not, not give up the, um, the box up plays when they, they scored, a, scored a goal off of that late in the end when we lost our box. And that's going to be a key factor going into next game. Thank you. Okay, so Jesper Bratt knows he's a leader. He knows that it, he took it upon himself tonight 
to try to just uh, back up his goalie because he also said post game that yes, Mackenzie Blackwood essentially does have nine lives. He was bailed out by the baby big three and Nico Heischer, Jesper Bratt and uh, Jack Hughes, but Hey, they're the star players on this team. So that's what they're supposed to do when their teammate, whether it's Mackenzie Blackwood or someone else makes a mistake, they got to rebound and they got to try to have his back. So like with every post-game recap, I'm going to compare the overall stats and then give you guys my final opinion by giving a letter grade. So shots on goal differential. Hurricanes had 47, Devils had 28, and yet the Devils were able to walk away with a point. That is impressive. As, like I said, one of the hottest teams in the NHL. Face-off percentage, 58% to 42% in favor of the Hurricanes. Power play. The Hurricanes uh, had one power play goal in four attempts, and remember they had a shorthanded goal as well. Devils 0 for 3, but the execution was a little bit better, so I'm going to give them credit in that sort of regard. Hits 12 to 10 in favor of the Devils. Blocks, astonishingly, 26 to 8 in favor of the Devils. Giveaways, also very shocking, 29 to 12 in favor of the Devils in this case. So my overall uh, wrap-up of this show is simply this. Look, I'm not trying to say that Mackenzie Blackwood is solely at fault for the loss because, like Lindy Ruff said, I'm sure there's some things that they would have liked to done do differently. And he also said that, uh, look, a lot of goalies make that kind of mistake, and you can't just base it off of one game. Now, I agree with them in that case, but I'm not just basing off Mackenzie Blackwood just this one game alone. I literally said one of the issues I have with Mackenzie Blackwood is that sometimes he could be a little inconsistent, and he needs to build up that consistency if he doesn't want to get traded or if he wants to get resigned at the end of the year. And right now he hasn't really shown that. So it, I'm not just basing everything off of this one game alone, but at the same time, it's just like, there's other things that factor in. There's other things that lead up. So it's one of the things I talked about in the New York Islanders game or the Philadelphia Flyers game when Damon Severson had that turnover, like no person is most of the time, no, not one person is solely uh, at fault for a loss. It's a collective team effort. But at the same time, they do play a share in it, if that makes sense. So my overall thing is simply this. The Devils, they played hard. They they definitely came out uh, aggressive. They it, and, and like I said, early on in the game especially, it looked like that the Devils were able to locate the puck at times on the defensive side of things so that way uh, the, the Hurricanes didn't get those grade-A chances, similar to what Ryan Ovazinski tweeted out earlier. So it was a good game. It was also a bad game because, like I said, the Devils really should have won this game. I don't know what the deserve to win meter is like, but in this case, I'm sure it would go into the favor of the Devils. But like I said, they fought hard. They played hard. You heard it from Jesper Bratt. You heard it from Lindy Ruff. You heard it from Mackenzie Blackwood or kind of from Mackenzie Blackwood. But like I said, uh, I, I do feel as though Mackenzie Blackwood did redeem himself, but the damage has already been done in my eyes. So, so Mackenzie Blackwood, you told me to do the math. There's the math, which is two plus two in this case does equal four. Yes, you did mess up, and yes, you did redeem yourself. So that's a no-duh thing. But just collectively, your entire career with the Devils, injuries, inconsistency, and also just uh, not really meeting expectations just adds to it. So if I had to give a final letter grade to the Devils, I'm going to give them a – I'm going to give them a B-plus because – they fought hard. They redeemed themselves. They fought back, and that's what I'd like to see. They gave up the first goal of the game to the Carolina Hurricanes, but they were able to fight back, and our baby big three came to play. Mackenzie Blackwood came up big in OT and also sometimes in a shootout. I get it. It didn't go the devil's way, but you, can't, you cannot tell me that Mackenzie Blackwood tried to redeem himself, and I think he did, but like I said, 
damage has already been done. So once again, I was live at the Prudential Center. Let me know down in the comment section if you're watching on YouTube. What did you think about the overall game? What did you think about the effort from the New Jersey Devils? And what are your expectations moving forward? Like I said, you got the Detroit Red Wings. You got the St. Louis Blues. And then you got the New York Rangers. I think those are three winnable games for the Devils. I, I said winnable, not gimme. Just, just putting that out there. So from Trey Matthews at the Prudential Center, uh, continue to stay safe. Have a wonderful day, New Jersey. Go Devils. I'll catch you guys in the next episode. Thanks for listening once again.